Harry Ricketts, good morning to you. Ah, good morning, Catherine. Snorkeling in the Abyss is by Jan Jordan. Uh, Now, this is interesting. This is the Emerita Professor Jan Jordan? Absolutely. Yeah, that's right. So this is Cuba Press, $35. And it tells the story of how, um, just to quote you, how uh, Glenda Janet Robinson, after many, many near disasters and false starts, became um, that noted, um, highly respected uh, criminologist, now emerita professor uh, at Teheranga Waka, Victoria University, uh, Victoria University of Wellington. So, and how she became Jan Jordan, how Glenda Janet Robinson became Jan Jordan. It's, um, it's a terrific um, autobiography. It's, it's heartening, it's very harrowing at points, I, I simply couldn't put it down once I'd started it. Um, I don't want to give away too much to the story, but it takes us from uh, Jordan, then still Glenda Janet Robinson, her suffocating, self-cancelling childhood as an only child in outer Auckland uh, in the 50s and 60s, takes us through a failed attempt at university, many successful attempts at cutting, many failed attempts, um, both here and overseas to OD. Um, And so it takes us through some pretty dark times, um, wonderfully recreated, I think, um, without without being in the least kind of bit self-pitying. But these prolonged kind of periods of darkness in which uh, Jordan hovers above and peers down into and almost topples into the abyss. So it's called Snorkeling the Abyss. So what is this abyss? Um, it's one I think that many readers um, will be readily able to identify with um, because I think we've all experienced it, hopefully not to the extent that Jordan has, but we've all experienced a kind of sense of absence of, of the self, um, self-loathing of various kinds, particularly perhaps of the body, inability to connect with other people, um, to communicate with other people, and and perhaps most crucially, an inability to receive and to give love. Um, and as she says at one point, um, not knowing who I was and not feeling love were twin faces of the abyss. Um, I thought I just might read you a little, little paragraph. Please that, do. Uh, is that okay, Catherine? Um, uh, it's, it's, it's wrong to kind of, you know, um, it all fits together, um, wonderfully well without feeling contrived, but here's, here's a bit towards the end. Uh, and it's one of the bits of self-analysis, which are terrific, I think, throughout the book. Um, and the snake that's mentioned is a kind of snake of self-loathing and, and kind of negativity. I did not comprehend it at the time, but the snake was slowly slithering out of sight. It had been banished not through exorcism, but by the growing realization that this was the self-hating part of me, what I came to term the saboteur. I think we all know about the saboteur. It did not operate in my best interests. Whenever I dared to risk change or trust love, 
the saboteur leapt up like a jack-in-the-box, eager to erase hope. Gradually, I learned to accept this as one of many voices within me, one I needed to contain and counter with more positive refrains. I was unmaking my hell. I was repairing the broken me. Extraordinary. That's a terrific, terrific yeah. passage, I think. Yes. But the book is full of these mo such moments of, of self-realization um, and working on the self. Um, it's, it's, it's a wonderful, it might sound a bit gloomy, but it, it's not a gloomy book to read at all. Um, it's, it's very compelling, it's very perceptive, it's very well written. Um, and, you know, it's got this momentum which takes you through lots of flashes of humour. Jordan's, you know, a very witty writer, but it's got an absolute lack of self-pity. Um, so, you know, um, we're not at all encouraged to feel sorry for her while we're going through. We do feel that, but that's not the way that the writing is, is, is moving. It's not, yes, it's quite the opposite of self-pitying. Um, one of the things that does come through, which I might mention, is, is friendship. So eventually Jordan is going to find love, but friendship is a crucial element along the way. And I think in general that friendship doesn't get enough airplay um, the importance in our lives. And the book is full of people who do want and try to help her. And uh, once she has got through or managed to, as it were, live with the abyss, um, it's exactly that desire to help other people, particularly women trapped um, and abused, um, that has motivated the second half of Jordan's, you know, extraordinary life. And so she's become a highly respected, um, not just an academic um, at university, but somebody who sees that the important thing about academia is that it should connect with the world outside, that it's not you know, just something that people do in an ivory tower. That's fine. But that, you know, those who manage to reach outside it, as she has, and, and made a real difference in the world beyond academia. That's what really counts. Thank you so much for the review. That is Harry Ricketts. He has reviewed Snorkeling in the Abyss. It's by Jan Jordan. It's published by the Cuba Press.